Welcome to Day One of Blight Christmas, a horror holiday together. Starting us out strong, we've got a performance from the Winding Sheet Outfit. If you don't already know their work, the Winding Sheet Outfit are critical darlings of the Twin Cities independent theater scene, and listening to this piece, it's easy to understand why. So, I'll leave them to it. Here is The Midnight Mass of the Dead, an Ars Gong story. If you don't speak our language, it means I can hear you. Did you hear the shepherdess calling just now? She's out in the woods. One of the sheep must be lost. It will be harder to find it in the dark, so the shepherd has to call. I know you can't see me, so I will tell you this tale in a way you will understand. This is a long, long time ago. We are on the edge of the forest, just outside my village where I live with my family, and... We are waiting for my friend, Ilvi. Ilvi does not have a family. Sometimes she lives with the widow sisters, Agnes and Cicela. And sometimes she lives in the woods. She likes the woods because there's so much to see. But I just like to be still and listen. There is snow and it is dark. Not because it is night, but because it is Christmas tide and we do not see the sun for long each day. We use candles and stars to find our way. The forest is more still in winter, except for the falling snow, slowly wandering to the ground. Once it settles, it too becomes still, like the night, like the world around it. The stillness is comforting. Or not, for some. It's so still, even sound stops for a moment. Yahurde Ilvi. You think I can't hear you coming? I can try. Are you out here reading messages in the stars again? What do they say? They say people are waiting for us. This is a part of the tale where we go to the widow's sister's house. We're running behind. Did you find the sheep? I did. Who's here with us? You can hear them too. I can smell them. They're coming with us. It's okay. Let's go. 
I was telling them about the woods. There are things in the woods that see you, but do not let you see them. They may be watching from a far-off branch or behind that shrub, but you don't know. And maybe that's for the best. It would be unnerving to see all those eyes on you. Perhaps you would remember to stay inside next time. Nah. There are things in the woods. Small things, big things. Things that fly and things that burrow. Things that are soft and things that are sharp. Some hide, others don't. Some don't need to hide. You should hide from them. Take a look around. Do you think you can determine which is which? Do you want to find out? <laughs> okay, you weirdo. Settle down. Pastor Ospel is here, and old Cecilia will be napping by the fire. If you're good, Agnes will probably give you something sweet and give you a warm place to sleep tonight instead of living wild in the barn like you do. I like the barn. I like being with the sheep. I know. That's why you smell like them. Well, it doesn't hurt to be safe. Just in case. It's a silly story, and... Ah! Happy Christmas! Happy Christmas, Pastor Ospel! Happy Christmas, Agnes! What's the silly story? I like silly stories. Shh! Cecilia is taking her nap. Oh, sorry. What is the silly story, Pastor? Well, uh, Miss Agnes here was advising me not to spend any time at the church tonight in, in case the dead decide to hold their mass. The dead? Here, you look like you need some warm Christmas dinner. Mm, thank, thank you. you. I don't know if it's really a story for children. That makes me want to hear it more. It's not just a story. I tell you, this happened to Cecilia's cousin's son's wife. Well, I don't put any stock in it. If you'll excuse me, I do have to be preparing for tomorrow's services. Thank you for the cider, Miss Agnes. Of course. Happy Christmas to you, ladies. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Bye, Padre. Tell the story. Tell the story. Tell the story. Tell the story. All right, all right. Hush you and have another piece of bread. I've heard it happen before, and it can always happen again. The story goes that a young woman was woken up by the church bells in her village. She believed it was Christmas morning and she was late for Mass. So she threw on her best shawl and ran out into the snow towards the church. But it wasn't Christmas morning. The winter days are long and dark, so she didn't know it was really the middle of the night. Nobody was on the road, and she thought they must all be in the church, and she would be late to sing the hymns. When she arrived, the church was lit with many candles, but the light was strange. The congregation was singing, but their song was mournful and slow. Someone came next to her and told her that she needed to stay quiet and leave as soon as she could. When the young woman looked to see who was speaking to her, it was a neighbor from her village who had died the previous year. And when the young woman looked around the church, she saw that all the congregation looked strange. And the pastor looked strange. And then she noticed they were all dead and rotting corpses. And then those corpses turned to look at her. And when they saw her, they were hungry for her to join them because the dead are lonely and vengeful. Her old neighbor told her to run and not look back, so that's what the young woman did. But she could feel the dead ones behind her, clutching for her, pulling her hair and taking her shawl. The woman ran and did not look back. 
When the villagers came to the church for Christmas Mass the next morning, they found her shawl there, torn to pieces. Whoa. Why are the dead lonely and vengeful? I thought they would be peaceful. If you are a true believer, then yes, you'll be at peace. But there are a great many people whose faith is not strong enough, and they are always lost and needing solace. Thank you for the story, and for the dinner. It was lovely. Happy Christmas. Well, you're always welcome, dear. Are you going so soon? Yes. This is a part of the tale where Ilvi's eyes light up with mischief and she pulls me back outside into the snow and we are on the path that goes through the woods. She's been inspired and there's no stopping her now. Let's go to the church tonight. (laughs) You want to see ghosts, don't you? Let's see if they'll snatch our shawls and make us run for our lives. (laughs) All right, but I'm only coming with you because that is how this tale goes. Now that it's later, the dark is darker, the woods are thicker. It's been snowing and there are animal tracks crossing the path. In the silence of the snow-covered ground, everything is louder and crisp. You can't sneak in a snowy wood. Everything will hear you coming. What's that? It's old Cecila. What's she doing? She's reading the stars. Old Cecila is the one who taught me to listen to the forest. She isn't beautiful, though perhaps she once was. Her wrinkles are deep and dark. Her hair is wispy and white and catches the starlight. Her pockets are always full of treasures she picks up in the forest. Acorns, twigs, mushrooms. She doesn't talk much anymore. Her mind is leaving her. But when she looks up at the stars, she has eyes that hold the wisdom of the world. Uh, Cecila? Uh, what are you doing out here? Wouldn't you like to be at home warm by the fire? I hate it when she stares like that. She knows exactly what we're up to. What's she pointing at? Yes, that's the way to the church, Cecila. That's where we're going. Would you rather come with us? I guess so. I know this song. This is a part of the tale where we come to the church. The night is still and cold, and the church is dark and quiet. All the sound has gone out of the world. This is part of the tale when I turn around and... As if in a dream, Ilvi and old Cecila are suddenly gone. And I am standing alone in the churchyard. We are standing alone in the churchyard. Yaherde, 
my silent friend. I know you can't see me, so I will continue to tell you this tale in a way you will understand. We are surrounded by trees, and their finger-like branches let the starlight through. Some of the stars shiver and wink. As the wind moves the branches, some of the stars seem to shift as if they need to find a better view of you. The churchyard is full of shadows, and there are places where the trees have stopped the snow from falling too deeply. There are dark patches all around. In the starlight, one might take them for fresh graves. The church stands over us, above us, almost bending around us. The door is open. Follow me now. This is a part of the tale when we step inside the church at midnight on Christmas Eve and walk slowly to the pulpit. I've never been here when it wasn't full of people. Strange. It feels strange. The empty pews waiting to be occupied, the altar looming disapprovingly. The ceiling is lost in darkness. The space just climbs to nothing. It suddenly feels enormous, and I feel small within it. I feel like the walls still echo with people. The floor is expecting their footsteps. Unnerving. Unsettling. I'm starting to wonder why I'm here and they are not. I'm starting to feel my heart in my ears. I feel sweat on my back. I can't, I can't breathe. I can't see. But I can hear you. I can hear you. I can hear. Stay here with me. But this is a part of the tale, my friend, where I open my eyes and turn around. You can't see them, but I will see them for you. Here. Sitting on the pews is the whole village. My neighbors, my brother and sister, my parents, they are all here, but not here. Singing, but not singing. The light is strange, but the candles are unlit, and they all look so far away, unsmiling, unseeing, only swaying, and their eye sockets are so dark and empty, so cold. What am I seeing in the church tonight? Lila. What are you doing here? How did you get inside? Lila, you were outside in the churchyard, and then you were gone. And Cecila went to find Pastor Ospel, and he brought the Lila? key. Lila, how? I, uh, I don't know. I just walked walked in. Huh. I thought I'd lock the door. Are, are you all right? I, th- I think so. I heard things. <sighs> 
I warned Miss Agnes not to tell you that story. Now look at you, shaking like a tree in the wind. You could do with a warm fire. Yes, Pastor. Why don't you head home now? Where is your shawl? I... I don't know. I must have dropped it. Well, take my coat. There you go. And walk Miss Cecila back home. I'll see you two in the morning for Christmas Mass. Don't be late. Yes, Pastor. Are you all right? I don't know. What did you see? I thought I saw... everyone. Well, not Pastor Ospel. Not Agnes and Cecila. Not you. But everyone else. The whole village. The whole village. Well, that's nice. What were they doing? They were singing. Will you do me a favor, Ilvi, and make sure Cecila gets back to her chair by the fire? I'd like to go home to my bed now. I'm suddenly very tired. Of course. Come on, Cecila. Agnes has some fresh bread waiting. Happy Christmas, Lila. Happy Christmas. Prata in The stillness is more still in winter. It's frozen in time. Thank you for staying with me. This is a part of the tale where I tell you I know what I've seen in the church tonight. The story goes that I will go home to bed, that I will wake up on Christmas morning and I will go to Mass. The whole village will be there and they will be smiling and warm and cheerful for the very last time. Within a year, they will all be gone. One by one, they will begin to cough and ache and sleep and die. Their eyes will sink into their head and the churchyard will fill with fresh graves. We will not be able to bury them fast enough. Pastor Ospel will take the rest of us away from here. I did not ask to see these things. But you did, didn't you? You came here for a story. Huh. This whole time, silent, compliant, you've walked through the dark with me and stayed with me until the very end. And for that, the future was revealed. I should thank you. But now I know there will be sickness and death and the dead are lonely and vengeful. I wonder how the illness will reach the village. Perhaps it will come with a stranger. Perhaps you have brought it with you. Perhaps. This is where I leave you. Happy Christmas. Stay safe. Stay well.
The Midnight Mass of the Dead, an Orsgong story, was created by The Winding Sheet Outfit, mixed and recorded by Derek Lee Miller with direction from Amber Bjork, featuring Caleb Vorkfeld as Lila, Boo Sigerson as Ilvi, Christina Fjellman as Agnes, and Derek Lee Miller as Pastor Aspel. This recording is made in cooperation with oncoming productions in the year of COVID-2020. This has been Blight Christmas, a horror holiday together. Thank you for listening. Stop by again tomorrow when we'll be releasing our next piece, a special holiday episode of Reverend Matt's Monster Science. If you enjoy what you've heard and would like to support it, please consider donating to the link in the show notes. All donations will be evenly shared among the collaborating companies to support their continued work. Blight Christmas is produced with generous assistance from Hot Chocolate Media. Intro and outro music is by Mew and used under blanket permission. Find their link in the show notes.